Welcome to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, with Cosmic Design and Development. Today on the show, we have Rachel Ford Hutman. Her company is called Ford Hutman Media, and it's a PR and communications firm focused on the life sciences. So, Rachel, before we started, you're telling me of an interesting story of a struggle in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on, Chad. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. So, I would say one of the, the big struggles in my life was I was in my late 20s. And I was working this corporate job that I hated you guys. And I went and just like sat back down at my desk and I was like in this cubicle. And it was just like such a defining moment in my life because I'd always wanted to get my master's degree. And I was just like, I'm better than this job. I'm not happy. I know I want to do something else. I want to be a writer. And I was like, I'm going to go back and get my master's. And I literally quit that day, told my husband my plans. He was like, what? Like, usually you like start down the plan. But, and I was like, no, I'm done. And, uh, and that moment changed the rest of my life. Went and got my master's and here I am now talking to you. So is the master's degree serving you a lot of use in running your own business? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's more for master's programs. Usually it's the connections that you make. And so I will say I made a lot of wonderful connections within the business community. I live in San Diego, <laughs> worst places, but I made some amazing connections. And also it helped me figure out actually that I wanted to do PR. I thought I wanted to be a reporter and that's what I was going to school for, which is why education is so awesome because I kind of talk about falling. I like fell into this amazing career of PR and that's where I really learned about PR and communications. I'm so grateful. San Diego State, go Aztecs. Made it to the the final NCAA. I don't know if you guys watch March Madness, but we're very so proud. Why exactly did you choose to do PR in life sciences? Yeah, yeah. Well, life sciences, particularly my mom had her life saved actually by a clinical trial. And so I was really able to see firsthand just the difference that healthcare can make and, and clinical trials. And that just was really amazing. And so that opened up my whole life to healthcare. So that's how I chose healthcare. And then how I chose PR was honestly just kind of by accident. I was forced to take a few PR classes when I was getting that master's degree. And I absolutely loved telling stories and just staying with companies to help tell their stories, which I find really interesting, where in journalism, you kind of go in and out when you write a story. And this has a lot of longevity in helping to tell their stories, which a lot of our companies develop drugs that help patients and diagnostic tests that help patients. So it um, feels really good at the end of the day. So are you telling the stories of how these products can help people? Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Sometimes that's what we're doing. Sometimes we're pulling out patient stories and how that can actually impact patients. Sometimes we're talking about, it's more business to business where we're talking about maybe how a specific technology might be able to help a hospital treat patients ultimately. So sometimes it's a little more nuanced. Is there a lot of regulation you need to follow in the way you market these things? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's a ton of regulation in healthcare. And I think that's why, too, it, it does demand people with a specialized skill set versus some other industries where you don't have as much regulation. So do you like that? Do you like being creative and finding a way to convey the message within within that realm? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that's ultimately we're problem solving. And when you really just simplify it and yeah, I love trying to think of creative ways that we can potentially problem solve for a client or tell their story in a more unique and creative way, maybe get a little more visual. We're seeing digital media really popping up now, corporate videos, things like that. So PR is going a little bit more into marketing, traditional marketing type techniques. And so, yeah, just getting more and more creative with how we storytell. Can you share an example of one that was really successful for you? 
from a creative storytelling standpoint? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of our venture funds that we work with had their venture fund loss, launching out of Boston and they did not want to be that average kind of venture fund with like the Patagonia boring vest. So they really challenged us to be different and to have a unique message because that's the other thing too, as we're seeing right now with the, the way the economy is it's condensing, we're seeing people losing jobs. There's more competition for companies. And so you have to have a really unique and clear story that you're telling externally. So we put together a corporate video for them and the video, and we worked with them to really understand the essence of the company. Cause that's the thing too. It has to be authentic to that company. Like I'm a surfer. I can't just like throw surfboards <laughs> at a company, even though I love them. So we really pulled out. And one of their things is that they're very flat organization. And so it's not a typical like hierarchical structure. And so we really highlighted that in the video and that they're all from the Boston area originally. So we've like played up there in Boston and a lot of local scenes. And it was a really dynamic, unique video. And they said they got a ton of interest in it. Yeah, that's amazing. It's scary when something pops off like that. Yeah, it is. It is. So what would your advice be for new entrepreneurs or younger entrepreneurs wanting to get started? Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Uh, you really have to have that, that confidence and a lot of people told me I could do it, but you have to believe that you can do it. And you need those people, I think, encouraging you as well. And then just take the leap of faith. It's that, that saying, you know, leap and the net will appear. I really believe that because I thought I was taking this huge risk and jumping off the cliff. And then I took the step and realized it wasn't even a cliff, but then also take your time, talk to people in your industry is a big one. I interviewed a ton of folks in my industry before I did this to understand what they did successfully, but then also what were some of their pitfalls. And I'll tell you, Chad, people love sharing their story. Like people love helping others. So when I went to people and was very vulnerable, I was like, please give me advice. They love, they're honored. They're like, really? Like me? And I'm like, yeah, I respect you so much. And they love sharing their stories with me. What did your leap of faith look like? I left a job, I was working in-house at IBM Watson Health, leading their communications program. And I quit that job, it's like two weeks before the pandemic took off, which looking back, the timing wasn't great, but I didn't have the pandemic on my vision board. <laughs> so I quit my job and then all of a sudden everything kind of dried up with the pandemic. I had a bunch of meetings canceled that I had with potential new clients. So there was definitely a scary moment of like, like why did I just quit my job? but I just kept plugging away. And what ended up happening was healthcare never became more important. And so slowly companies started figure, figuring out our new normal. And then I was given a lot of really interesting work around COVID. So I could have easily ran back and probably tried to find like another job. And instead I really stuck to my course and it all worked out. Yeah, we were just talking earlier. It's nice that you're so focused out of the gate. I know I'm doing life sciences. I'm gonna be an expert in this space. Yes, I, I completely agree. I've specialized in life sciences for my entire career. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm really lucky because that's definitely my singular focus. And then within life sciences, I do occasionally maybe branch out into something that a service I'm not as familiar with, but I'm so focused on life sciences and I'll get calls occasionally for, you know, companies looking for something that's outside of life sciences. And I'm like, I'm not your girl when I refer them to friends that can do it because yeah, it's just not my sweet spot. Are a lot of your leads coming from word of mouth? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's all about relationships in most industries. 
my contacts at IBM have that that's been incredibly lucrative. But then also it's been amazing. All the jobs I've had over the years, people remember you and working with you. You'll have that the rest of your career. It's really interesting. I've had people call me that I don't even remember saying I had dinner with you and blah, blah, blah. And I just never forgot you. And so I'd love to work with you. And I'm like, wow. So, you know, that saying, you can't say anything bad about anybody. Like that's true. <laughs> it's also just good business, <laughs> but, but it is very true. That's the highest compliment that that happens to you now. Thank you. It, it really, it's, it's very, very humbling. And yeah, honestly, at this point, it's just too much business is coming in. So that is a challenge too, as a small business owner, just trying to figure out what are the best leads, what are going to be the best clients going forward. And then, you know, strategically, I think that's our biggest challenge. Have you developed some sort of filtration process for that? Yeah, me, <laughs> I can usually pretty tell pretty quickly if it's the right type of company for us. And then, yeah, usually it's just kind of an intro call. If I can tell already it's not the right fit, then I can refer them one. But most of the time it's a, a quick phone call and I can discern. So if we wanted to overwhelm you with more leads, how would people get in touch with you? I'm spent. I'm spent. No, I'm always happy to have conversations because I do believe too in paying it forward. So if it's not the right fit for me, I can always send it to a colleague that I respect. But LinkedIn is probably the best way, Rachel Ford Hutman, or they could check out our website at fordhutmanmedia.com. Well, thank you, Rachel, for being on the show. And thank you, thank everybody, you. for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.